Hi everyone, I'm here with Wayne Brown today. He's a Senior Director for Financial Services at Alvarez and Marcel. Wayne, it's great to see you again. Uh, I hope you've had a good year. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to suppose you just use this time just to say, well, how have you sort of seen 2022 and sort of a bit of a summary of, of, of how you think it's gone? Well, it's been a heck of a year, hasn't it? 22, there's so much so much happened yeah. in this year. And um, I think that what, what, three, three things, I mean, one is with the explosion in crypto and we can just unpack that a little bit. Um, the second one is the, the change of focus among VCs in particular around fintechs and their focus from mm. moving the focus from growth to profit. And then the last is just generally the changing environment, how quickly it's flipped uh, and now in a mm. complete different macro environment. So it's just kind of just they're, they're the three takeouts really for the year. So I think the, the first one with, with crypto, I think probably this time last year, everybody wanted in. Uh, and, um, mm. and I think really it's been found out that all, all that glitters isn't gold. There, I think there are good use cases for crypto. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I think blockchain is is, is got mm. great use cases, and I think that there are some good use cases for crypto. But too many people piled in, uh, just like anything that that's new and shiny, and get a speculative buzz bubble, mm. and then you know bad things happen. And we're starting to see uh, bad things happen in, in in the crypto space. So I think that's the you know massive change from where we were last year. Um, the second thing, and kind of linked to that, is um, is the change of perspective um, around fintechs, uh, and I suppose just technology startups in general. But you know, obviously, I'm FS background, and, and my, my my focus is on fintechs, and clearly a, a change of, of emphasis and and um, an investor sentiment from from growth uh, to to profitability, and now we're seeing. Uh, uh, an array of, uh, of fintech starting to think about: Do I have good runway? Uh, what's my burn rate? Can I see a route to, to profitability uh, in a way that they perhaps didn't have to before? Many of them didn't have to. Let's say that they were, they were let, let off the hook. And certainly, from our perspective, we're, we're getting more and more involved in fintechs that that want to think about M&A or other businesses that want to get involved and, mm. and perhaps want to think about. Buying a buying a fintech or partnering with a fintech because uh, you know great expertise in there, great technology in there, great idea in there, but that route to profitability was probably longer uh, than now the, the environment is 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 letting them. And then lastly on the uh, on the environment, I mean just just generally speaking, we've 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 seen you know obviously a drastic change in the interest rate situation, which for banks you know changes the emphasis of where uh, where their profitability lays uh, lies and changes the emphasis of, of, of you know what what, ev- what what focus they need to place on uh, on their cost base, but also um, mm. generally the macro environment changes how how they need to work with consumers and what we'll see over the, probably over the mm. going into 23 and we start to see now but certainly into next year is, is banks that have really worked hard on their forbearance processes and their collection process. I mean, you'll know this better than anybody, Chris, that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be at an advantage of some of the newer banks that have perhaps not been through one of these squeezes before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't have that, that, that traditional skill base. So I think it's going to be really interesting now as we, as we see this change in environment. Um, I, I really do think that those banks that have been through the, the wire uh, with the with the regulator over the last five six years around collections and, and etc. will be in a much better and stronger position than, uh, than than some other providers. But yeah, I think they'd be my 
My three take caps are 22. Do you think the change of interest rate, I mean, that must affect the investment environment for fintechs as well. So I mean, it's sort of like the fact that interest rates are higher. I mean, that, and people, it changes like the return that people are looking at. I mean, is, that, is that sort of all, all flowing through? Oh. And it flows through to even like business costs, doesn't it? And then inflation. Yeah, totally agree. Um, it, 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 it flows into the multiple uh, of what uh, investors should mm. be expecting when they can, you know, they know what they can get from just investing in, in, uh, in gilts and bonds. Mm. Like that's the starting point. And, and everything flows from that. Mm. So when the interest rate goes up, it increases expectation of, uh, of the multiple across the board. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely see yeah. that from an investor perspective. Yeah, I mean, for me this year, it felt like almost like two halves. And you had the first half of the year, which was, we were sort of carrying on really from the pandemic and the second half of the year, where it seems like it feels kind of different. So do you think it's almost like, it's almost like the, the optimism that we've had over the last five years is sort of like changing into realism and that's sort of how it's sort of like we shifted over this year. I mean, is that, is that how you kind of see it? I mean, is that, and is that what you kind of think around 2023 as well? That's a really interesting perspective. I, I certainly think there's a lot of things come home to roost in the second part of 22. A, a, a lot of the decisions which were made, you know, many, many of them with, you know, with the, the, the right, um, the right spirit uh, have consequences. And uh, nonetheless, those consequences have sort of have come home. I think it's a very good point to think about it as, as, as two halves and, and how different it's been in the second half to the, to the first half. Yeah, what's your perspective for 23? Yeah, 23. I, I think there's some really interesting things going to happen in 23. Um, I think, first of all, um, if metaverse was the sort of buzz phrase for, for 22, I, I think AI, in particular generative AI, mm. is going to be the buzz phrase mm. for, for 23. You might have already heard about uh, some bits and pieces around that. And it's really intriguing. Mm. And I think AI and FS is going to be intriguing, mm. particularly in relation to uh, the new registration around consumer duty and what can it do mm. in terms of interpreting big sets of data to help banks create products, create services that will that will um, that will be able to service customers in the right way, which is the which is precisely the the, the regulation. I, I think we will start to see open finance really mature. Uh, I mean, we've we've we it, it's, mm. we've we, we sort of say it every year, but I, I really do hope that this year we will we will see. Mm. And I think that there are now different use cases for using open finance data in in, in really interesting and, and usable ways that perhaps there, there weren't before. And, and one of those might be the income and expenditure mm. check in collections and other bits and pieces like that, or alternative routes to underwriting uh, in, in in a different way. So I really do think that that might might be something we see. It seems the race for a super app in the in in the West is really hotting mm -hmm. up. Um, we see in, in in China, obviously, it's it's huge with uh, with WeChat and, and and others. But in the West, we've never really cracked it. Revolut's having a go. Um, uh, mm -hmm. Tinkoff in Russia's mm -hmm. having a go. Um, and if I'm honest, I have a sneaky feeling that that's what Elon Musk is up to at Twitter as well. Um, but yeah. uh, you yeah. know, so, so sooner or later, I think that that that, that will happen. Uh, Greed finance. Despite uh, you know the the current economic climate is is not going to go away, and um, we'll see we'll see an increasing need for good quality data there because it's very easy to be accused of greenwashing. Mm -hmm. So you know you need excellent mm -hmm. digital d data capability to be able to evidence your supply chain and where you invest in your money. So I think that's mm -hmm. the thing. And maybe the last thing I, I think that hybrid working it's now obvious that it's here to stay. And I think that maybe 22, we were saying, is it? And I think now as we head into 23, we say, yes, it yeah. is. And and what what does that yeah. mean? And from a from a digital perspective, which was where I play, 
I think it means a lot in terms of collaboration and, 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 and the way that work is actually done. Um, is, is, is we're going to see that come come to come to the fore a lot more. Kind of saying it sounds like we've gone from almost like these big ideas, like like the metaverse was the big idea last year, and we all had these visions, almost like these visionary ideas, and now we're sort of talking about right. the Ooh. practical applications of ideas that maybe even came the year before, and it's so we're now into almost like a doing mode. So next year is going to be a doing year. How do we do that to create profitability? Whereas in the previous years we were in this sort of expansion, sort of visionary kind of mode. Right. I mean, do you think now's the time to sort of maybe invest in these things sort of in a small way because now 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 the technology is understood because in five years time they actually might become bigger and that's when we really see the growth yeah the growth just, digital yeah there's two points you made there so one is i think is around kind of where where, where does people spend in the innovation spend the second one is what will happen in the metaverse hmm. on, on on the first point uh, i mean it, some let's face it some businesses are just going to stop innovation spend it's a huge mistake what they should be redire redirecting innovation spend to, to practical tangible things so to your point actually taking mm -hmm. action so 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 actually doing things that are going to affect that improve their customers next year or improve their cost position next year so that i think that you're quite right we'll start to see some tangible focus um on on real things mm -hmm. um and then the second part in the metaverse i mean i i'm a big proponent of the metaverse as you know and I do think that that is, is the future of the internet. Um, but like all new things, it gets hyped up. And uh, I think that, that last last year was mm. was the hype year and people perhaps got carried away in, in one or two areas. Mm. But I really do believe that is the future uh, of the internet. Mm. Uh, how, and, how and where people invest their money is, a, you know, people need to be just kind of careful where they do it. Probably get into it in a, in, in a, in a sensible and and, and smaller way, just testing it out. I mean, maybe start out internally thinking about their uh, their induction programs or their training programs, and they can start to bring their own staff in before they start to to to, um, to, to widen it out. It doesn't all have to be about the headset. I mean, it can be wider stuff than that as well. I mean, there's a certain sense, even around sort of digital, right? So if you've been investing in digital sort of five years ago, or you mentioned even around the banks looking at um, forbearance, forbearance plans and the systems that went around that. I mean, if you sort of, it's all, we're all sat there almost saying, like, if we only we did this three years ago, we'd be in a much better position now. I mean, and you're saying like, well, some of the people who've done that, you think they're going to be a good position for next year. I mean, is that not is that not true with some of these other technologies? You don't have to spend a fortune. You just have to keep your toe, toe in the water to kind of stay ahead Absolutely. to a certain extent. Yeah, precisely. I think you just need to be much yeah. more discerning in, um, in, in in where you place your investment um, and mm. also need to be much more open-minded about engaging with the wider ecosystem. So, um, you know, mm. th there are plenty of, of fintech players out there that, that would be willing and ready to partner with businesses to, to, to in, in, in many of these areas. They don't have to be it's something that they do themselves yeah. but yeah quite rightly you, as you point out yeah. that, that they're they're um the ones who the ones who maintain a level of investment will be the ones who get the payoff in two or three years time but um but it does sound like sound like next year is going to be a very sort of practical sort of go and do things kind of year and so uh, i mean i suppose we'll see we see how it sort of plays out so i mean wayne wayne thanks very much for making the time i appreciate it i know it's very busy at the end of the year uh so i appreciate making the time hey, it's been great always good to chat chris all the best